2: From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm Alex Goldman. And I'm PJ Boat. Welcome once again to Yes, Yes, No, the segment on the show where the um, students become the teachers, and we go to our boss, Alex Bloomberg, doesn't know much about internet goofs and gaffes, and uh, we, we teach him about uh, stuff that's going on in the internet. Goofs and gaffes.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, so, yes. Do you have some uh, tweets for us? Uh, all right. So this is a tweet that I found. This tweet feels like it has levels. It Ooh. feels like it has like I'm I'm confused in many many ways. So I'm like I'm very eager to have this explained to me. And it's 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 a tweet within a tweet within a tweet.
1: You mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. So it's a series of embedded quote tweets. It's a tweet quoting a tweet that's quoting a tweet. Oh my god! This is like
0: Inception. It is. This is the Inception episode of Yes, This, yes, No. All right, go. All right. Um, can we play some Inception music? No. Ready? <laughs> I'm
2: putting my foot down on. Ready? <laughs> Here it
0: comes. Uh, that was all, the, oh, that's
2: right. Th- the entire thing Do
1: it again, just, do it again. Uh, all right, so the tweet starts... Okay. I just want to say I'm so <laughs> against this. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> against this. Literally, like, not to be, like, hacky, whatever, but, like, people comparing anything that is at all complicated to Inception, it's always, like, people are like... I ordered a Popsicle, but I got two Popsicles. It's like Inception. Ah.
0: (laughs) Sorry, let's just. You're right. (laughs) I've ruined the fun. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Ready? Yeah. All right. So I guess I'm going to start from the top, the outer level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the tweet is a guy named uh, Dollars Horton. That's the name. And then it's at crushing Bort. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I know. Of crushing board. You know, He's board? one of my favorite tweeters. Honestly. Oh, okay. like, really? Yeah, I really like him. All right, and then his tweet is simply the caption is five months from now, and then he has an embedded, and then he's linking to a tweet, and the tweet he's linking to is from Hillary Clinton, and I I I gotta believe that this is a fake, <laughs> this <laughs> is a Photoshopped Hillary Clinton tweet. Yes. Uh, and Hillary Clinton in this uh, alleged universe has is is tweeting the following. The only kerplappy... It <laughs> has funny words in it. It's going to be hard for me to get through. The only kerplappy that cafefes in these gips... Geeps <laughs> aye. Are the millions dead, exclamation point, SpongeBob face. Okay. You got it? <laughs> okay. I'm going to yeah. read it one more time. The only kerplappy that cafefes in these Gelps Ah, ah, a and then it's just like a bunch of like A's and weird and ending in the number five. Are the millions dead? Exclamation point! SpongeBob face. And then that tweet quotes another tweet from Donald Trump um, that says, "The media ignores my sincere kerplappy to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no one will report nuclear missile create jobs." Okay. Oh wait, and it doesn't say ignores. It says in Gores.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Where are
2: we at on this? PJ Vote, do you understand this tweet? Yes. Uh, Alex Bloomberg, do you understand
1: this tweet?
0: No. Alex Goldman, do you understand this tweet?
1: Yes. We're home again, guys. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you're a no on this makes me think you... um... Haven't looked at their computer in a while. Yeah, there was well, like a...
0: Okay, I know about
1: Covfefe. Okay, 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 okay. That's a good place to start.
0: Yes, I know I know that it's a thing, and I know that it's a thing that emanates like everything on the internet t- today from Donald Trump. But,
1: but you don't know more than that? And,
0: uh, and I, I think, no, I don't really know more than that. Huh. Huh. Okay. It's
1: exciting to get to tell you about yeah, this seriously. thing. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, so late last Tuesday night uh, at like midnight. Yeah, it was 12.06. Trump had just gotten back from like the Europe trip, and, like, he hadn't really tweeted in any sort of Trumpian way all week. Mm-hmm. And so he gets home, and, like, everybody else goes to bed, and he's alone with his phone, and he did this tweet. He did this thing that he often does on Twitter, which is that he'll start, like, a rant. Like, he'll he'll say something kind of inflammatory, but it won't finish the sentence, and then, like, everyone will react and go crazy and, like, wait for him to finish the thought. And sometimes it takes him actually quite a while to finish the thought, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's never clear, like, whether what's happening is, like, a bunch of people are, like, wrestling with him for the phone, or he's, like, <laughs> enjoying, like, the crowd that assembles, or, like, he just got distracted. Like, you kind of don't know. Uh-huh. But when you're there when it happens, it feels kind of exciting. Right. So, And you were there when this happened? I was there. And it was a tweet from him. <laughs> it was a tweet that said, despite the constant negative press, Covfefe. And, like, everybody went crazy. In a way that, for the record, like, the next day, people were kind of making fun of people for going so crazy. But if you were there, it was a very exciting moment. Cause it was very clear they meant to say despite the negative press coverage. And he just like so profoundly screwed up.
0: <laughs> and then it was and it was literally just the 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 clause.
1: Yeah. And he never all night, all night, like <laughs> all night he never followed up on it.
0: <laughs> so it's just literally like somebody saying uh let me just say one more tigga And
1: then that's it. And then that's it. That's and it. And you're like,
0: wait, what's the next thing?
1: <laughs> okay. So he tweets that out, and just, like, more so than any other times, there's, like, the long— Like, everybody just kind of goes nuts who's awake right then. And it's, like, there's this, like, golden period where every joke was funny. Uh-huh. Like, like, the worst jokes were, like, so funny because you're just so excited about the weirdness of it. Like, what were some of the good ones? I don't even— Okay, they're not going to, like— I, it's like, I feel like I don't want to say them to you guys because they won't. They they don't stand up to the light of day. Oh, let me look at the ones that I favorited that in the moment I thought were funny. Oh, this is gonna be sobering. Okay, like I don't remember liberals freaking out when Obama could fefe, fefe. I barely know fefe. Um. oh this is tough to listen to wow but I don't want I don't like want to be like crapping on people's tweets because in no, the moment no, no. these tweets were so good uh, I get it I get it uh, give me some more though hey I just met you and this is crazy despite the neg- the constant negative press go fey oh my god um that's kind of good. That's like, all right. That's all right. That was like the, the, the highest point of it <laughs> was like, like just successfully rhyming. Um, <laughs> right. And you were like, does the human imagination know no bounds?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, know else, you know what else, though, that occurs to me? What? Is that all of you people who thought you were like so different from the president you were mocking, you're all doing the same thing. Yeah. You're all up, you're all up too late tweeting shit you shouldn't tweet. You're getting owned so hard
2: by
1: I, Alex Bloomberg right now. This is not what I come to this segment for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally true. Anyway, th- the thing that happened the next day was like... It was like Cinderella had turned back into a pumpkin. Yes, but then there were all these people trying to put on Cinderella shoes. Uh-huh. And In fact, I woke up having
2: not been awake for the thing, for the original tweet, just being like, what are all these, uh, what are all these rotten pumpkins strewn about Twitter. <laughs>
1: this <laughs> and joke for this, uh, is bad. The sort of like, the point where I think like, even the people who were like, but it was funny last night, like had to give up. Uh, do you have the Hillary Clinton tweet? I don't. Hold on. Oh. Yeah. You see where this is going? The, go- the joke killer and Jeep. G- yes. Um. Uh, here. So... Uh,
2: the day after Cafe fever... Um, Donald Trump tweeted, made like a totally unrelated tweet that said, Crooked Hillary now blames everybody but herself, refuses to say she was a terrible candidate, hits Facebook, and even
1: Dems and DNC. And so she responds probably 12 hours after this joke is like fully, fully, fully dead. And she says, people in covfefe houses shouldn't throw covfefe. And she quote tweets them. And it gets 306,000 retweets.
2: (sighs) Yeah. She didn't do a great job with the joke. She just kind of replaced a couple words with the gibberish word.
1: And yeah, it's just it's like <laughs> that feeling of like, oh, God, the thing we had to suffer through for like a year of like Donald Trump says something wild and unintelligible. Hillary Clinton like makes a joke about it that's not very funny. And it was like at least like the election was supposed to end that. And so it was just like mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling. There's actually like a whole other facet to the story, which we haven't really talked
2: about, which is. While you were rolling your eyes at Hillary Clinton's lame joke, the Trump internet saw Kafefe as something totally different. So there is this idea among sort of ardent internet Trump supporters that no matter what he does, he's always he's always like sev- several steps ahead of people, and he's actually much smarter than anybody gives him credit for.
1: He's a chess master.
2: Yeah, he's playing what they call 10-dimensional chess. So everybody just rightly agreed that covfefe was a typo. Except for the Trump, like the uh, super diehard 4chan, and like the uh, the Donald subreddit people, they decided that it was not a typo. Really? That it was deliberate. And and
1: what did it deliberately express?
2: Can I uh, ask you guys to do me a favor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got up Google Translate. Can you go ahead and type in uh, COV?
1: What the hell?
2: C-O-V. Space. Space. space, F-E apostrophe F-E.
0: Okay. What does it say? Oh, it says uh, in—oh, apparently that's an Arabic word that—or an Arabic sentence that says, I will stand up. So, uh, if if you
2: believe the 10-dimensional chess version of Donald Trump— This is insane. What he said was, despite negative press, I will stand up. Um, Now, a bunch of Arabic linguists have said, that's a terrible uh, translation. No one speaks like that. But what do they know? Right. But what do they know? Uh, (laughs) Donald Trump (laughs) was was doing some 10-dimensional
1: chess. Native
0: Arab speakers.
1: (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. So, if we return to our original tweet, uh, Alex, are you at a point where you could try to explain this?
0: Yes. Oh. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> this might be the hardest recap yet. <laughs> there have been some tough ones. I know, but not like inception level. Uh, thank you. Uh,
1: oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, going
0: to make it so you can't edit it out. <laughs> I have
1: so much hatred in my heart. <laughs> Just like watching like a running joke get forced in. <laughs> we do,
0: all we have to do is one more callback and it will be funny. <laughs> so Just one much. more. It'll be funny.
1: Uh,
0: okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay, so Dollars Horton, once again, the tweet is five months from now, and then he is quoting a fake tweet from Hillary Clinton that says, the only kerplappy that confefes in these gulps are, are the millions dead Spongebob face. And then that fake Hillary Clinton quote includes a fake Donald Trump quote that says, the media engores my very sincere kerplappy to Australia no one will report nuclear missiles create jobs. And jobs is all capitalized. All
2: right. So what does this mean, Alex Bloomberg? Uh,
0: all right. So what this means, it all goes back to a tweet that Donald Trump sent out a couple weeks ago or about a week and a half ago, in which he said, despite the media, and then just stopped. And then 12 hours after that, in Waltz's well, Hillary Clinton with a, with a, with a tweet that had a bad joke in it. Mm-hmm. So that was the original event. And that was sort of that was the whole Confefe cycle and now so Dollars Horton in this tweet is imagining the Confefe cycle just sort of like continuing on for months and months and months and in this imagined future five months from now Donald Trump has accidentally (laughs) nuclear bombed Australia (laughs) (laughs) which if it really happened I wouldn't be laughing at just so everybody knows Uh, he's accidentally nuclear bombed Australia followed by a tweet in which he's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is really a funny scenario. I mean, it's not a funny scenario, but the, the imagine this tweet of like if I accidentally bombed Australia, this is what I would be tweeting. but in in the in in this imagined future in which he accidentally bombed Australia with nuclear weapons, he his first act was to tweet the following the media in Gore's my sincere Kerplappy Kerplappy to Australia. no one will report nuclear missiles create jobs. So that was like which is actually a, a very, I feel like a very effective um. Uh, satire of a Donald Trump, Trump, Trump tweet. Mm-hmm. And then Hillary Clinton, also in a very effective satire, has sort of gone completely off the rails in this imagined future and is just sort of like jumping on in all sorts of confused and jangled ways and trying to like poke fun and also point out how actually horrible it is to accidentally nuclear bomb a country in a confused sort of muddled way that results in this tweet. The only kerplappy that Confefe's and these gulpsf are the millions dead Spongebob face.
2: Uh, I think we're at Yes, Yes, Yes.
0: Feels good. Uh, <laughs> Goldman, you want to play us out? No. <laughs> you guys can <laughs> can't the even
1: pull What's the theme song of our
0: fucking segment, dude? <laughs> oh. Uh,
1: this you. is really the gang that couldn't shoot straight. <laughs> More Yes, Yes, No coming up after the break. With Memorial Day Savings at the Home Depot, you can upgrade your home with up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages from top brands like Maytag. Enhance your kitchen with the exclusive Maytag French door refrigerator and fingerprint resistant stainless steel only at the Home Depot. And with dual power filtration on the Maytag tall tub dishwasher, you can skip soaking and scrubbing. Right now, get Memorial Day Savings up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing
3: valid May 16th through June 5th, US only C Store online for details.
0: Are you ready for another one? Yes. All right, this one, this one is so weird. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Um, Let's start with the name, shall we? Yeah. The tweeter, Gregory Catbotherer. Mm -hmm. The Twitter handle is at Cat Beltane. Um, Cat Beltane wrote this tweet recently. The dog underscore rates account would like to apologize for saying doggos think sweatshops are H-apostrophe-king-bad, hecking, hecking-bad, <laughs> and vows to be neutral about sweatshops. You guys are laughing. It's a good
1: joke. It's a good joke. We're still stuck in cafe. <laughs> Uh
0: PJ vote. do you understand
2: this tweet? Yes. Uh, Alex Bloomberg, do you understand this tweet? No. <laughs> Not even close. You sound exasperated.
1: <laughs> so the first thing you need to know, yeah, good. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Out of you seven need. million. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, here's a question: How far can you go into this tweet before you're confused? What is the first thing that confuses you? Uh, uh, th- the second word. Okay. Dog. Ooh. Dog rates. Dog underscore rates. Okay. So there is uh there is a Twitter account uh, that has over two million followers. Okay. And it is devoted to rating people's dogs. Rating them. Yeah, so like scale 1 to 10. Oh. Except they always give them above 10, like every single time. Um, can I just show you the best moment in We Rate Dogs history? Where a guy got angry that he felt like the rating system was skewed. Okay. Uh, so uh,
0: w- this guy, Brandt? Yeah. He was like, at dog rates, your rating system sucks. Just change your name to Cute Dogs. And then We Rate Dogs wrote back, why are you so mad, Brant?" And then he said, Well, you give every dog 11s and 12s. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> That's a guy who is not in on the joke. Yes. <laughs> and then we rate dogs. Uh, and then we rate dogs says, They're good dogs, Brent. Brent, it's a cheap gimmick. We rate dogs. Well, Brent, the, <laughs> the people love it, and I'm doing it for them, not you. Uh, Brent, all I'm saying is you could have real legitimate ratings instead of
1: just saying every dog is a 10, 11, <laughs> or 12. So, like, that is basically, that is, like, a good encapsulation of what is good about this. <laughs> Alex Bloomberg is losing his mind. Oh, the good dog's
0: sprint is really funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like they're just good at they're both they're both funny and they're good at like whatever the internet jujitsu is of that. Like they they made that guy look dumb, but not in like a particularly mean way. Do
0: you know what I mean? I know. Every every once in a while we'll do we'll be doing one of these yes, yes, no's and I'll and I will have the feeling about a tweet the way that you sometimes feel about like a line of poetry or something where it's just sort of like, it's so it's so there's a world in the line. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's how that feels. Their good dog sprint is just so there's so much in there.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and like, it's so
0: delightful. And when you a, know the backstory. Yeah. There was a
1: while where you could just say, like, they're good dogs, Brent, or they're good dogs, Bront. And it was just like uh-huh. a very nice passphrase or whatever. <laughs>
0: right. And when would you say it? Use it in use it in a tweet.
1: Um, well, I wouldn't use it in a tweet, but like, like oh. I'd be at the dog park and be, and like like uh, I'd be there with Lola and she'd be like, she'd be we'd be we would fall into that really simpering, horrible, just like cute overload thing where you're just like that dog's cute that dog's cute that dog's cute and you just be like they're good dogs bond. <laughs> or you could do it if somebody was really mad in a way that was missing the point you would just be like, "They're good dogs, bronze," and it would. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right.
0: It's, so you could use it either literally about actual dogs,
1: or as a way to be like, <laughs> right. you're really mad, and I'm just going to like squeeze a clown nose right now." Yes. It like it's like this de-escalating absurd thing. Sit down. Yes, but and without, it, with, 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 but in a funny way. Yeah, and like and like sort of everything they do is like that. Like their avatars are cute dogs. They talk in this like made up cutesy dog language. They say hecking all the time. That's why it says like oh. h asterisk. They're like hecking bad. I'm saying this like a beleaguered person. I love this so much. It makes me really happy. It's a horrible part of me <laughs> that will, like, look at dog internet and just, like, feel joy the whole time. Just full disclosure. Got it. Love dog rates. So, basically the only thing you need to know is that the we Rate Dogs account is extremely good at the internet. It has made this thing that everybody likes and nobody ever gets mad at. Like, never messes up. Until the night of Cafe. <gasps>
2: Yeah. What?
1: And it was this crazy
2: thing. He was a confefe casualty.
1: Where he's like, I think never blundered. And it was like blunder city in this way that was like truly insane. Like truly, truly insane. What happened? Okay, so confefe goes down. People get very excited. The dog rates guy makes a post where he's like, he tweeted a picture of a hat
2: and it said, I'm so sorry at the top. And it was a picture of a hat that he'd made that said, Covfefe AF, which means I'm covfefe as fuck. Right. And he was selling this hat. And right away, people were upset about it because it just seemed really crass, like, the moment this meme breaks that this guy just was like,
1: oh, I'm going to make a hat for it, try to make a quick buck. People, like, got really annoyed at him. And then he tried to apologize. He He said, pup date, half of all profits will be donated to Planned Parenthood. So that was, like, him trying to dig himself out of people who were like, you shouldn't be profiting off, like, a Trump tweet, I guess. And then all of his followers who were conservative, all these people got really angry at him because they were like, I come here for cute pictures of dogs, not to, like, see you support abortion. Right. So then he tried to apologize to those people, and he was like—he wrote this really long, like, out-of-voice thing that was like—let me actually find it. It was like— He said, I let my personal beliefs infiltrate an account that's not meant to share them. If my actions offended you, I'm sincerely sorry. Alienating a portion of my audience is stupid, unnecessary. Different opinions are good. Conversations about those opinions are valuable. I'll do my best to put the train back on the tracks to the wholesome, pure, escape-from-reality account you all have come to love. In a note that he titled regarding the events of last night. Uh So then people were angry because they were like, how dare you? You don't stand with women. You don't stand with women's rights. The conservative people were mad because he'd made it about abortion. The progressive people were mad because he'd made it about abortion and then, like, flinched when people got angry. Like, it was, like, it was so crazy. Like, I never—it was almost beautiful. And, and all I
0: was trying to do was make a buck off a meme. Yes.
2: Wow. The other thing is that it, it really, <laughs> really demonstrated to me how, like— We really can't enjoy anything without it turning into a political
0: fight. I know. Like the entire internet is like Thanksgiving with the in-laws. All right. So now I think I got it. Okay. I think we're I think it's time for a recap. All right, let's go back to the tweet. The tweet is from Gregory Catbother. The dog greats account would like to apologize for saying, quote, doggos think sweatshops are hecking bad and vows to be neutral about sweatshops. Um, so this is a tweet that is in in the wake of what I now know to be the dog raids controversy. Um, And I would say this is coming from the progressive side of things. Mm -hmm, Yes. mm -hmm. Where he's like, he's mad at dog raids for going back on his like progressive stance um, and sort of like imagining a world in which uh, instead of tweeting about Abortion, he tweeted about sweatshops mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. saying sweats- sweatshops are bad. And now in an imagining a world in which there has been sort of conservative backlash against the anti-sweatshop tweet. And now he's saying that he's going to be neutral about sweatshops.
2: Where are Yes, yes, yes. Where are Yes, yes, yes.
0: All right.
1: All right. Okay. Um, sorry, let me just get my bearings Okay, so that last conversation we had was on Monday. It's now Wednesday. Um, I have a small but exciting update about dog rates. But also, there's this thing that I've been really excited about telling you guys that I forgot to tell you. You know about it, but Alex, I don't think you know about it. Uh-huh. So, like, I feel like we've actually now, there's been, like, a couple of yes, yes, no's, where we talked about, like, Ken Bone or, like, whatever, that there's, like, a, there's a thing that happens where the internet really loves somebody and they want to know everything about them until they find the thing they don't like and then they hate the person as quickly with the same force. And there's, like... I didn't—there's a word for that, which I didn't know. which is oh, yeah. Great, great. So, shorthand. Uh, milkshake Duck. So, there was this viral tweet by this account, Pixelated Boat, that just says, The whole internet loves Milkshake Duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we were about to inform you that the duck is racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> so— People, people be- rapidly become milkshake ducks. Yeah. So you'd be uh-huh. like, oh. And I think he did like kind of like a rare like double milkshake duck. Like he like milkshake ducked himself to the conservative <laughs> side of the internet. Then he milkshake ducked himself to the progressive side of the internet. Like it was like, usually you just do one. <laughs> and you don't double down. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to the guy um, who did this. So I actually, I called dog rates yesterday. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. He's a totally nice guy. His name is Matt Nelson. Hello.
3: Hey, Matt. Yes. Hey, this how are is you? PJ. How's it going? Good. Um, exciting slash scary last seventy two hours ish.
1: So I don't know who I was picturing would run the
3: We Rate Dogs account, but it definitely
1: wasn't Matt. Like he's he's a college sophomore, and his whole motivation for doing this thing—it's not really money. It's like. He just has a very pure love of the feeling of writing a funny tweet and lots of people liking it. Like, I think his motivation is basically, he's he's like a class clown for the internet. So it's been really weird for Matt to suddenly feel like his tweets have gotten him in the crosshairs of what to him feels like a national scandal.
3: So the National Review Online has now made three or four articles on this now. Really? Um, which is, yeah. Okay, Ian Tuttle has made two. He himself has written two full-length articles about the We Rate Dogs Cafe incident. Uh, (laughs) That to me, like, like what?
1: So, so part of why this is so confusing for Matt is because this wasn't like his first political post. Like, he's done a bunch since the election. Every time he did him, mostly people liked him. And if somebody got mad, Matt would just do you know, like the the like internet jujitsu stuff we talked about before. Like, he'd manage the situation. It would turn out fine. And like, it just wouldn't be a problem. Like, for instance, he talked about this post he did back in January after the women's march of this dog with a sign that said, I march for my mom's.
3: And then someone responded, like, I don't like to see this on my timeline. Just, uh," and I said, this is something you can't ignore right now. Um, And then someone said 100% unfollowed. And I said, I 100% don't give a shit. (laughs) And so like someone, someone, someone screenshotted that. And that went just as viral as the actual post. Um, So, from that, and like we, you know, so that was our most unfollowed day ever. We like lost 800 people, but we gained 37,000. In the
1: right, it seems like the thing you had started to identify is like there are certain issues that are, that you can be a bit political and people will like it. And then if someone says something to you and you retort, people are really excited to see dog rates kind of like having oh, a backbone.
3: Absolutely. Well, first of all, if you enter an argument with my avatar online, you've already lost because you look like an idiot. Because um, you're yelling at a picture of a cute dog? Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> but I don't understand then why this he treated this particular situation as a teachable moment where he had to walk it back.
1: Yeah. I mean, Matt seems confused by that too. Like, I think that he he described Cafefe Night the same way I did. Like, I, I do think a mysterious fog rolled into town and clouded everybody's judgment. He thinks he made a big mistake. And some of that was the joke wasn't even funny in the first place, and he kind of knew that. And and for him, the thing he, like, most regretted was just the apology. He's like, it wasn't in my voice. It didn't sound like me. It came from a place of fear. I just shouldn't have apologized. See, the thing about
0: the Internet, for all, like— The thing that, like, I feel like, and we've talked about this before, but the thing that is, like, it's really annoying, and it's, like, crowd, and it, like, all, like, it reacts in this crazy way, and it's got mob mentality, but it does, it is really, really, really good at pinpointing exactly when people are disingenuous, and that's the thing that drives it crazy.
3: Yeah. And that's what he was
1: doing. Yeah, he flinched, and he sort of knows that.
3: I've accepted that with a following such as mine, you can't please everyone. In this case, I tried to. Uh... I can assure you, there's going to be more mistakes coming. Uh, like that's just that's this the nature of it. Like there's going to be. Uh, I think I believe there was. A, there's a picture of a dog and there's like a, a peeled banana in front of him, uh, and then some other bananas. And I said that uh, he unpeeled the banana, and immediately people were like, "No, he peeled it." And so I was like, "Oh shit!" What? <laughs> what what do i do like i looked it up and i was like it can be either what 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 do i do It like unpeeled or peeled um <laughs> like but those are those are the things i should be worrying about
2: All is hosted by PJ Vogt and me, Alex Goldman. The show is produced by Shruti Pinnamaneni, Fia Benin, and Damiano Marchetti. The show is edited by Tim Howard and Jorge Just. The theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, and our ad music is by Bill Buildings. Matt Lieber is a playlist that has that Beach Boy song "Wind Chimes" on it, but then right after that song ends, "Snowblind" by Black Sabbath comes on. Our show is mixed by Kate Bolinsky. Congratulations to Rick Kwan, who's out this week because he just had a baby boy we can seriously hardly wait to meet him. You can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
3: Well, there's still no internet, so we've landed on a nearby planet full of, uh, infinitely
1: rearrangeable beats. You know that kid's game with the dice? Yeah, Bobble. You just shake them up, and they rearrange themselves. So that's cool. Oh, here's a good one.
3: Well, we've used that one before. Let me see. Yeah, that sounds familiar.